Talk Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Year in Review Political Straight Talk. I am the pistol packing, politicking preacher, the political Superman, and I welcome you to our last episode of Political Straight Talk in the Year of Our Lord 2017. And now, for those things that you haven't heard in a while, the time on the East Coast. 10 p.m. on the left coast, 7 p.m. We are coming to you live from the foothills of Cherokee National Forest, Mount Pisgah National Forest, and off to the south a little bit, we can see the Great Smoky Mountains. Over to the left of us, we can see the Blue Ridge Parkway. So we live in a metropolis of Butimus, and you don't. It's called East Tennessee. All right. Let us start in January of the year of our Lord, 2017, and let us have a discussion about what happened in January. In January, the 1st through the 19th was kind of boring, not a a lot of stuff going on. Uh, The 1st through the 10th was really boring. On the 20th, at high noon, we swore in a new Presidente of the United States, the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. The inauguration was interesting. Wasn't the most massively attended that I'd ever seen in my life. Wasn't the most sparsely attended either. That belongs to Jimmy Carter. However, when the 20th came along, obviously we heard pundits talking about Trump being president, how they were going to start impeachment proceedings, they were going to do this, they were going to do that. You have the deep state doing their best to hinder what he's trying to do. And as we progressed through the year, the news media reported on Trump Negatively, 98.2% of the time is put together by the Pew Research Center and the Heritage Research Center. Both of them come up with about the same number. That's how you know it's about accurate. When a lefty and a righty come up with the same number, we're good to go. Now, what has President Trump accomplished this year? Well, on the surface, one would say not a whole lot. If you're looking solely at accomplishments, how the news media chooses to report it. President Trump has been the worst president in U.S. history, and Obama the greatest, and Jimmy Carter right on his heels. Well, the fact of the matter is that uh, the president, for all of his boisterousness and all of his grandstanding, has been very quiet about the things that he has actually done. For example, he has managed to free multiple U.S. citizens from China, North Korea, Bangladesh, Iran, Iraq, uh, the Palestinian Authority, which goes by Hamas. All of these things, very quiet and under the radar. They didn't negotiate with the terrorists. They just pretty well said, look, you either release them or hell to pay. 
And since the previous guy's not in the White House who had his balls in Michael Obama's purse, <laughs> other countries seem to be listening. Okay, so let's go back to January. And let's look at the first 100 days. First 100 days, not too productive. Again, on the grand scheme of things, the greatest thing to come out of the first 100 days was Judge Gorsuch. Now, Gorsuch is probably going to be a swing vote on a couple of cases meandering their way up to the Supreme Court right now. Also have it on good authority, this isn't year-in-review stuff, but I have it on good authority that Judge Kennedy will be stepping down at the end of this term, and Darth Vader Ginsburg is going to put her lightsaber up at the end of this term. (laughs) So, she smokes her lightsabers every day. They say she smokes three packs of cigarettes a day. Wow. I'm wondering when she has time to do any work. Right. Anyway, I have no love lost for her. So in the first hundred days, we also see multiple judgeships begin to be filled. If Trump does nothing else during his time in office, he will single-handedly transform the judiciary in this country for a generation. If you look at all the judges he's selecting, they're young, and they will be on the bench 20, 30 years. And all of them have what they call conservative bona fides. Another success. An ultimate failure of the president has been Twitter. I think Twitter has been a dual-edged sword for him. It's good in one aspect, very bad in the other. If you're the president of the United States, you don't sit up and watch Twitter (laughs) all night and respond to people like, Barbara and Rosie O'Donnell. Well, <laughs> let that stuff can I, go. Can I inject something here? Yes, Rosie. Don't you dare call me that name. <laughs> that that pig. Anyway, I think, in a way, you know, it's his way to reach the American people and to shoot down these stories that come out from CNN and BSNBC because we know they're fake, they're 99% negative. So I think it's his way of reaching the American people with the truth. Some of them don't need to be tweeted, it's true. But for the most part, I think it's a good thing. I got you. Well, I I do think that, like I said, it's a dual-edged sword for him. I think if he were to stick to the facts and not get into peeing contests, um, I think that he would be better off. And not to mention uh, the fact that he's he's you know put out messages to people in like China and. North Korea, not smart. Eh, 
in that regards, he is the president. If he wants to send a message, have at it. In in that regard, to these countries, because I'm going to tell you something, China isn't China's not as bold as they were two years ago. Right. Because the U.S. no longer is screwing around. Really? So, uh, I, well, I, I heard today that China has assisted North Korea. Of course they have. It would be stupid for them not to assist North Korea. Same with the Russians. You, you have to remember, the Chinese have their own self-interest, and that's their neighbor. So I, uh, I, I can't... I can't fault them for, you know, trying to look out for their self-interest. And besides, them selling old North Korea doesn't hurt anything. It really doesn't. In the grand scheme of things, North, North Korea is still going to get it no matter what. It's either get it from China or get it off the black market. And they get it off the black market, they're going to get a lot cheaper, which means they're going to have more. So, coming off the national scene at the moment... In January, we had the Florida airport shooting. We had Obama leaving office. Can I get a amen? Amen. Um, we have uh, a lot of upheaval in the White House the first couple of months. We had the Women's March uh, around the world. Uh, I'm not really sure what they were protesting. Probably should go home. And, probably should go home and make a sandwich. <laughs> uh, the avalanche in Italy took out, you know, several lives. The biggest thing to come out of January, though, in my in my view, was the travel ban. I think the travel ban, even though it was held up until just a couple of months ago, I think the travel ban set the whole tone for how this administration was going to handle things. So, January, a big month. Uh, February, the worst thing to come out of February was the Patriots won the Super Bowl. Uh, General Flynn resigned from the White House. Uh, Kim Jong-un decided to take out his little brother, the and by the way, I'm rolling through a lot of this stuff, so if anybody has something to add as we go through the month, you know, let me know. The transgender bathroom guidelines for the Department of Education got thrown in the trash. Uh, NASA finally decided to earn some of their money, found a solar system that was 39 light years away, and uh, has planets like Earth. So Rosie and company could probably just hit on the. Plane and head out. Won't miss you. Um, in February, amazingly, the Dakota Pipeline protesters stopped getting paid, so they went home. <laughs> so, let's see. Trying to run through notes here, so I do apologize. I think another defining point in this year was in March when Jeff Sessions decided to recuse himself mm-hmm. from the investigation. Yeah, let's see. Right there. 
I know a lot of people disagree with that move, but that was the right move to make, I do believe. We had the London Why? terror attack. I'm sorry? Why do you think that was a smart move? He didn't have to. No, he did not. You know, Janet Reno didn't. Uh, but it was a it was a smart move because it takes anybody that would be loyal to the Trump administration out of the picture. And I would rather them put a microscope under them and be one-sided in their investigation and find nothing than to find that it was a softball investigation and find something. Seven years after Republicans said they're going to overturn Obamacare, the repeal and replace was resoundingly defeated in the Senate. The Russian subway bomb, which I think was put there by Putin, happened in April. I don't... Yeah, Putin's a prick. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we... Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. I got some staggering numbers for you at the end of this. Syria, you know, you think people would learn Syria using their chemical weapons. You know, Bush warned of that. Those chemical weapons that are in Syria right now, guess where they were? Russia. No, they wasn't in Russia. Iraq. They were in Iraq. I didn't knew that. They were in Iraq. Uh, Moab. You know like 9-11-12, somewhere around there. I'm sorry? We've known that they were there for a decade. I'm aware. The mother of all bombs got its first use. And personally, I think they ought to drop three or four more at the 32nd parallel. Mm-hmm. Strategically placed, of course. Mm-hmm. Personal opinion. And it does necessarily reflect that of its host. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, the former Patriots Super Bowl player, decided he was going to kill himself in his jail cell. Ironically, after winning a murder case, not really sure about all that, but he had won the case. He's being charged with two counts of murder. He won that case. He had already been convicted of murder in another case, but he won this one, and it was a pretty good chance they were going to get some relief in court on it, but he killed himself. Bill O'Reilly was fired by Fox News in April. Isn't he the one that it turned out that he had, like, traumatic brain injury severely? Yes. Yes. In May, Director Comey was former Director Comey, And, you know, I don't know that that was a great move or a bad move. I just, yeah. I think the FBI has been really tarnished. Also in May, we saw the Confederate, the Confederate statues become, uh, yeah, we saw the Confederate statues become a hot topic issue, been in place for 200 years, and they decide that they want to be a big deal now. Yeah, I don't know if you saw or not, but Memphis is having a march by the Confederates. Oh. Yeah, well, Greg Allman. Well, 
uh, refused to allow them to do anything to their statues. Well, well, the statue that was removed, they're, they're going to have a problem with that because they removed a public statue off of public land using a private organization at night with a vote that was secret and didn't follow the Open Meetings Act. Well, and I, I think, too, that was their grave. Their graves were there. Yes, which Tennessee law... It, it Tennessee law doesn't allow you to remove. Yeah, it's it's a mess. The London yeah, High Rise fire. There was, there was some question at one side. The shooting for the congressional baseball practice. June was a deadly month as far as just attacks. Uh, the young man that was held prisoner in North Korea. Otto Warmbrier, Warmbier. Warmbier. He died. Yeah. Uh, the Navy had their collision in June. So, yeah, June was a bad month. Uh, Kathy Griffin thought about apologizing, forgot how to apologize, and then blamed it on Trump. Still is. I'm sorry? He still is blaming Trump. Uh, the Jello guy was in a mistrial. Dr. Bill Cosby. (laughs) Oh, he is a doctor. Batman kicked the bucket. So, Adam West, he passed away in June. Spicer (laughs) got forced out in July. That was his 4th of July present. Spicer, the press guy. Oh, yeah. And then we had the then we had the uh, shortest White House press secretary in the history of the, of the White House, like a day. Um, the honorable senator, the honorable Senator John McCain, diagnosed with cancer in July. Uh, the Boy Scouts he caught some flack. President Trump did at the Boy Scouts. Um, Probably one of the toughest cases that I've ever watched since Terry Schiavo was the Charlie Guard case. That was in July. That was a mess. Yeah, it was. Uh, The transgender service ban, that really wasn't a ban, but is a ban, but they're thinking about it not being a ban, uh, went into effect. Uh, Personally, and and I'm just going to say it. If uh, somebody wants to serve in the military, let them serve in the military as long as the military is not paying for their surgery. And that ought to be the caveat because a lot of people are going to try and join the service so that we can pay for their surgery. Mm-hmm. Well, if you... I thought Trump banned that. If you want to serve... If you want to serve in the armed force in the armed forces, then you should be allowed to serve in the armed forces. We should not be forced to pay for your surgery, pay for that on your own. In Augusto, little Kim Jong un decided he was going to start testing nuclear weapons and uh pretty much guaranteeing that he's gonna be not here. Much longer. Yeah. California, you got something to say? 
Sorry? Yeah, I have some broken headphones. Um, <laughs> hey, it's it's Donaldson here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm listening and uh, I'm I'm hearing what you guys are saying and I'm listening intently and I I, I uh, just obviously just here to let you know that I'm here uh, for now. Uh, well, we appreciate yeah. it. Yes, I appreciate it. I thought that was Thank you. Thanks for letting us in. For letting us in on the secret that you're here. Oh, I'm here. Trust me. <laughs> all right. Um, I'll, I'll be here. I'll be meet out. All right. In Charlottesville in August, we had what turned out to be deadly protest. But I'm just going to tell you, that was a setup from the word go. Yeah. <clears throat> setup from the word go. Cops weren't where they needed to be. It just, yeah, set up from the word go. It was wrong. Listen, it was wrong of dude to kill her. But had the police been doing their job and the other people been doing their job, then this situation would not have gotten out of hand. And Trump, and Trump, Trump was right to call it exactly like it was. Both sides were the problem. Yep. Pure and simple. Um, Confederate monuments started coming down shortly after that because, for some reason, monuments really dictate how people live their lives. <laughs> I mean, I just I cannot fathom somebody driving by a monument every day and going, "That just offends me." That gets my chafe right there. <laughs> Question. Most people don't even pay attention to those monuments. May I interject? Uh, this is a point of information or question about the subject uh, regarding the monuments. Um, by the way, again, this is Jeremiah here, Donaldson from Northern California. Um, I'm basically, I'm going to ask you about this because is it a federal law? In Tennessee, they had some sort of like, you said some a minute ago there was like uh, some active some activism they did against a midnight, a midnight removal a couple of weeks ago of a monument. Okay. Who did that? In a public <laughs> park. It was a private company that did it, commissioned by the city council of Memphis. They did a shell huh. company. Go ahead, Yes, Dan. I'm aware they did a shell company. They they had it done by a private company so that they could get around certain aspects of of the law. You know what, honestly, though, was it the state that put the thing up there? The people? I I honestly don't know. Yeah, that would be the determining factor. If it was that, then the private actor's conduct would be deemed state action. And then there could be some reason for actually not, you know, why there was no due process to remove the statute. And you'd have, you know. There's going to be blowback on that. And it's going to come from the state legislature. And. I got news for them. That little statue that they removed is going to go right back. Uh, we had an eclipse in Augusto, for those of you that burnt your corneas by looking at the uh, looking at the sun. Um, in the food industry, Walmart uh, lost a penny of stock because Amazon decided to buy uh, Whole Foods. Uh, Walmart stock has since recovered. And Amazon's has been hurt. Uh, Walmart, Amazon, I'm just going to tell y'all, Amazon does not want to get into a pissing contest with Walmart. 
They get into a pissing contest with Walmart. Walmart's going to piss all over them and then set them on fire. Yep. Okay. If people think that Walmart's uh, logistical and distribution system can't wipe the map with Amazon, it can. (laughs) And Walmart has been slow to get into the online business, but I'm going to tell you, (laughs) once once they decide that's what they're going to do, Amazon's going to be sucking their thumb because Walmart is now opening up to third-party vendors, which is something they had not done. They're going to roll it out nationwide next year, and their percentages that they're going to charge is in half of what Amazon charges. Mm So Amazon is going to... You you can already buy food online. (laughs) And have it shipped for yes, but days. I'm referencing the third-party sellers that power Amazon. Yeah, uh, right. Because Amazon will charge you to, if you sell through Amazon, you get nickel and dime to death. And then if yeah. you choose to have Amazon ship your product, you get mm-hmm. you pay astronomical for that. Mm-hmm. Walmart is going to use, they're adding to a lot of their distribution centers now. And they have five times the distribution centers that Amazon does. And Walmart's not going to charge for you to store your stuff. Only thing they're going to charge you is the packing and the shipping, and that's going to be less than what Amazon does because they they charge you to store it. They charge you a warehouse tax each year. They charge you shipping. They charge, again, they nickel and dime you to death. Walmart's going to come in and take a bite out of that. Will they put Amazon under? No. Um, will Amazon be this giant behemoth that they think they're going to be in 10 years? No. They're going to go the wayside of uh, Kmart if they don't uh, yeah. figure out how it's to compete Trump. with Walmart. And uh, Walmart Walmart's, came out today. Trump came out today. Free shipping. Well, the free shipping is because if if anybody knows how Walmart works, okay, let me let me explain it to you. Walmart's negotiators will go to a company. And they don't say, hey, what do you want to sell us your product for? They go to that company, Fruit of the Loom. I I use them as an example because when Walmart, uh, back in the late 80s, early 90s, really began negotiating things, they went to Fruit of the Loom and they said, look, we will buy from you your product, but here's what what we're willing to buy for. Well, Fruit of the Loom said no. Well, what happened in their distribution chain was... As Walmart began to grow and Fruit of the Loom's products were only being sold in little mom-and-pop stores or Kmart, they couldn't compete. And so Fruit of the Loom almost went out of business. And they come back to Walmart and says, look, okay, we'll agree to your terms. Well, Walmart said, well, that's just fine and dandy that you agree to my terms. Uh, But now the terms have changed. (laughs) So they negotiated a lower deal for the product. And they started putting it on their shelves. Well, Walmart went to the Postal Service and said, okay, we will move our products through you. And as a result, excuse me a second. Yeah, the the Fruit of Loom shelves were empty in Walmart the other day. So... So Walmart comes back with their negotiators, and they say, okay, we are 
we will run our products through you, but we want this kind of deal to run our products. Well, the Postal Service, wanting their business, says, okay, well, we'll run, we'll do this. Well, they subcontract with FedEx. So it's all a big conglomeration, and Amazon doesn't have that deal. Amazon does get a little bit of deal with the post office. Who uh, subcontracts you, with uh, Walmart? And the post office? No, uh, the post office subcontracts FedEx. with FedEx. The post office and, subcontracts with FedEx. Okay. Yeah. I got you. What they do is they swap it around. They'll deliver, if FedEx has small packages, then mm-hmm. FedEx will give them to the Postal Service and they'll deliver. If the Postal mm-hmm. Service has bigger packages that are going to go out on one of those routes, especially the rural routes, then they give their packages to FedEx. But my neighbor works the subcontracting company that works for Amazon. Yeah. Something logistics. They had their own. They had another subcontracting company. At least here in they, Nashville, they did. They do in the big cities, where they're doing the one to two hour, the two hour delivery and the four hour delivery. Yes, they have subcontractors, but that's expensive. You're going to pay through the nose if you want it in two to four hours. You're going to pay for it. They're trying to work out a deal now. The post office right now in Nashville is running 24 hours a day. Uh, they're doing deliveries 12 hours a day, and they're running seven days a week. Wow. So your bigger cities, because their packages are upticking. But anyway, what basically what this means is that Walmart can put a stranglehold by the sheer volume of their packages on other companies because, I'm going to tell you what, the post office is going to trip over themselves to make sure that Walmart's packages get delivered. And if that means others have to wait, they'll do it. That includes Amazon because the Mm -hmm. amount of product running through Amazon is not near the product running through Walmart. So Amazon had better stick to their little corner. Uh, Regardless, what you're saying, though, just to intervene, is that, you know, these corporations, these major corporations, right, with shareholders and stockholders and all that, and being publicly traded, are are doing basically the work that would that would normally be done by the postal by the U.S. Post, you know, and and that that is that does have a huge impact on the way governance impacts society. I yield. Well, the post the postal service still has most of the package delivery. If you compare what they're doing versus FedEx, UPS. Uh, some DHL, most of DHL was bought out by UPS, but there's still some active workers. If you look at the major parcel carriers in the country, the Postal Service still outbeats them almost two to one. And part of that is they're protected by the feds. Most people don't realize that the Postal Service is a private company. It is not federal. They are protected by the feds, but they are not a federal company. They do not receive federal money. However, There are safeguards in place that do protect them. The number one thing is the pensions of the Postal Service is through the Federal Civil Service. Okay? And that is the big thing. Otherwise, the Postal Service would have already been out of business. Mm -hmm. Because as anybody knows, they've missed, they owe $15 billion each year to the federal government. 
and they've missed the last three payments. Office would be out of service. I didn't. The post office is a private company. The post, post office, office not the office, yes. The oh, yeah. United States Postal Service. No, the post is office a, is an office in the government, right? No, it's not. The no, inspector not. general, the postal inspector general, is an office in the government. The post office itself, the buildings are federal, but the actual company itself, USPS. If you look at their website, USPS.com, if it was a government entity, it would be .gov. The reason it's not .gov okay. is because it is a private company. Okay, that proves my point, though, that, that, the public, that, that the public services are actually being provided by private corporations. Yeah, good job, dude. I meant to prove that point. I know. I'm, you did I'm good. not a government, I'm not a government <laughs> hack. I don't think the government ought to be doing Jack Daly's yeah. spot, to be quite honest. Actually, there there should be some 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 things strictly that are that are governmentally regulated. Military, this way, borders. Yeah. There are nineteen enumerated powers in the Constitution, and no more. Those are the nineteen that the federal government should cover. Anyway, right. so yeah, we moving have, forward, we have right onward. We have Hurricane Harvey that hit in Augusto, and I'm going to tell you. I was quite, I was quite pleased to see the responses to Irma, to Harvey, uh, to Puerto Rico. Even though Puerto Rico tried to make it into a political thing, because the territorial governor there is a moron, and so is the mayor. Uh, Half the island is still without electricity. That's how stupid they are. Hurricane Maria hit. Well, the reason that that island is still without power is because the morons won't do anything for themselves and the regulations that the territorial government has in place there prevents a lot of people from coming in and doing what they need to do. It was kind of like Katrina, uh, New Orleans before Katrina. Yeah. They had spent the on stuff and had not repaired it. Right. Yeah. You have the Mexico earthquake in September. Uh, one of the greatest things to happen in this country, the phasing out of the Dreamers Act, uh, shouldn't be protected just because you were drug here as a kid. If you want to be made legal or be made whole in the eyes of the law, then you come in conformity with the law. If that means you have to leave, well, it's not my problem that your parents drug you to another country when they shouldn't have. Did you see what President Trump said today to the Democrats? I, I didn't. I you, was want, you want DACA? Give me the wall. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I that's, a, that's a smooth move on his part. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because uh, Sorry, what did he say? Did he ask for the rules? Is that what, is that what the lady said? said? To the, he said to the Democrats, you mm -hmm. want DACA? Give me the wall. Yep. The wall? I'll give you the dreamers if you give me the border wall. Right. Or oh, the wall, I see. It's a, he said, right. really fund the wall. And I don't get that because I thought it was a while ago. The, wall, the wall's been funded since the Bush administration. Then why would he say fully funded? <sighs> so, because he wants to do it differently, and they're going to have to utilize a lot of money because they're going to have to buy private property. And they're going to have to pay fair market value, and I guarantee you the fair market value of that property is going to double or triple. <laughs> so, right. 
Right. Um, it, well, it is going to cost a lot of money to get that wall because the majority of what's not been built. Uh, President Bush built most of the walling on government land that could be built. The issue is the private land. They cannot go across private land. And that's where they're running into <laughs> trouble. And that's going to be the way they fix that. They're probably going to use eminent domain. Hell yeah, they're going to do that. Under mm-hmm. the rules of eminent domain, they're going to have to pay them fair market value for the property. Um, Hugh, actually, a little bit less. They'll go under the they'll go under the market value for sure. I don't think so. I think that they'll do it above market value to keep yeah, the rigmarole down. Hugh Hefner I'm, has uh, yeah. passed. Go ahead. We'll we'll come back to that one. Uh, that's a, it's a good point, event. but I mean, so let me say something before. Can I address the DACA issue that was just brought up a second ago? He's, yep. Trump said, give me DACA. You know, I mean, I'll, I'll give you DACA if you give me the wall. Well, <clears throat> the whole thing about uh, sanctuary cities and dreamers is that um, it, it depends on – DACA does not necessarily apply in every state. So, so even him saying that is almost meaningless you know, it, because of the fact that we have treaties that are in place which actually protect the children of 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 ancestors that are actually you know uh, from the, uh, the 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 territories that are protected by the treaties. So it doesn't it doesn't necessarily the treaties the do bottom, not cover people that bottom, violate. Wait a minute. The bottom treaties only cover law-abiding people and people that stay within the law. The minute you cross the border of the United States, you've broken the law and therefore are not covered by any treatise that we may have. That's been up here mm-hmm. in the Supreme Court. That's been that may or may not be Supreme accurate. Court. It's very yeah, accurate. I'll be honest. Yeah, with it, it, Hold up. Very Stop. accurate. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I know for a fact We're just that dialoguing. it's accurate yeah. because I dealt with it for six years. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it is accurate. Justice Department yeah. attorneys have worked on that and actually won multiple decisions, not only in the immigration courts, but in the federal mm-hmm. courts when deporting, when deporting people under President Bush because that same argument was attempted to be used by the ACLU and several other uh, mm-hmm. I bet they were trying to use it. Immigrant mm-hmm. so Yeah, and they can't always do that. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Mm-hmm. So, Bottom line is uh, that they're illegal. So in, and that's true. In wow. uh, September, we have football players that decided that uh, they wanted to be on their knees. Well, <laughs> for sake of for sake of my profession, outside of here, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to simply put it this way: maybe that is a great place for them to be. All right, moving on. Yeah, considering the fact that every time they have a halftime show, they always display the American flag. I mean, the United, the NFL and uh, most of the sports leagues actually are, are, are hugely patriotic. Well, the <laughs> NFL has has proven that they are not, but yeah. either way. Well, just some of the players, actually, right? Only not, well, not necessarily the actual the franchises. The owners, mm-hmm. the owners should have come out and said, look, you can feel free to be socially protesting on your own time, but you're my employee, and when you are my employee, you will go by my rules, and if you don't like it, then you can quit. Yep, there's but the door. But they didn't. Um, so mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, 
those 32 NFL owners have shown me exactly what they are, with the exception of the Panthers. And that itself would violate federal law, though. Vikings. No, no owner it of a, no. It absolutely yeah, it would totally because you, you can't compel somebody to to be alleged to a specific nationality. That violates exactly international right. law as well. You, hang on. They're protesting. Hang on. Hang on. I'm pro- about ready to blow. Listen, I'm about ready to blow this one out of the water too. So, <laughs> first of all, you're not compelling anybody to show allegiance. Yeah. You're telling them stand their ass up. Okay, and you can, as an employee, a private employer, determine how the conduct of your employees are during mm-hmm. any type of things, including the national anthem. You can tell them, look, when these colors play, you will stand up. When this is presented, by the way, the United States flag code, which is federal law, states very clearly that at any point in time when that flag is displayed, you are to stand at attention. If you choose not to put your hand over your heart, that's your business. But stand your ass up and show some respect, if not for that flag, but for the people that died for it. I'm not requiring you to pledge allegiance right. to a thing, but you will stand up and show it respect. And if, if you work for me, I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. when people work for me, it is very well understood that here are my non-negotiables. And one of them is if you're representing me out and those flags fly, you better damn well stand up. And if I find out I, you didn't, yeah. I will fire you. And that I'm makes well sense because my right to fire you. Well, yeah, absolutely, because you know that could be one of the terms in their in their contract. It, so you're right exactly about that. Right. It's a yeah. code of conduct, mm-hmm. and the NFL actually does have a section in the collective bargaining where it says yeah. that when the flag is prevented, presented, you will stand up. It is there in black and white. Mm. In October, we saw one of the most cowardly individuals. I have ever seen. Now, I have never liked this guy. I didn't like him ever since he pulled that little stunt with uh, the young lady off of uh, American Idol. But Jason Aldean was in Las Vegas (laughs) when a gunman decided he was going to open fire and kill many, many people. And Jason Aldean being the coward that he is, chose to run off stage screaming like a little witch with a capital B and then demanded from the police department that they provide him with a full SWAT team to take him to his bus so that he could leave and get out of the area. Now, being a country music guy, being that I live in the heart of country music in the Nashville area, I will tell you this. We don't cotton to cowards, okay? And what makes this worse is he cannot show up for a concert the next couple of nights later or a a, uh, tribute because he wants to go on Saturday Night Live and sing a song called I Will Not Back Down. (laughs) Now, But you know what? Can I confront you real quickly? Because I believe, honestly, that your your, your logic is, is sound to a certain degree. But at the same time, because of our, our uh, the commercial character and the way the police departments usually work, they're hired help, and he could pay them for their services. This is a way of people to actually beat property taxes is by actually paying for it from their private capacities instead That's of having the city the come point. in. Yeah. That's not the that, point. That is no, the point. Is. The backside. The only thing he cared about was making sure he got out of there alive. That's right. True. That's the yeah. only point. He had an he obligation. Making. 
that when those shots started, he could have took his ass off that stage because he is a man, and he could have rendered aid. He did not. And I'm just going to tell you, in the country music circle, he didn't say everybody well, duck. He didn't say everybody yeah. You better damn well stand up and act like a man, and that you've got a set of nuts, or you won't be in country music. Oh, there's and a lot he, of people pissed at him. He will not be wow. in country. He will not be a successful country music music artist anymore. And if you think country music people don't have a long memory, I will simply tell you, Dixie Chicks. Oh yeah. Ask them if we don't have a long memory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you have three number one hits in the charts. You go run your mouth in France. You come back. Your three hits that are in the top ten of the charts is not even in the top two hundred on Billboard. And their airplay. I looked it up. I looked it up. Their airplay since two thousand three, when that happened, till now, their songs have only been played a little over ten thousand times between two thousand three and now, and that's anywhere in the United States. I was looking at that, and Total Eclipse of the Heart, okay, before... We need to send you Southerners down out to California and straighten these uh, yin-yangs out in Berkeley up. They don't want us in California, because I can promise you this, them little limp-wristed bastards wouldn't last too long by the time we got done with them. That's right. Well, that's fine thing. It's not even that, so you've got to understand, there's there's powers that be that are indoctrinating these kids, and so I don't blame the kids. I don't. It's not so, their fault. Well, what we I don't. Need, I blame We need good, mind. strong, conservative, fighting I men to stand up to the yin-yang professors that are doing it to yeah. them. I blame the parents. That's who I blame. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> we get into October. Uh, Tom Petty, by the way, will not back down. Uh, died twice. He died. And, Why uh, had he known that that cowardly bastard was singing his song, he would have had a heart attack a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, director, producer, and serial molester, Weinstein, in October, all of that broke. And when that broke, you'd think every man in the United States was a molester uh, based on uh, the media frenzy over all this mm-hmm. crap. And I'm going to tell you, yeah, he's a scumbag, and yeah, he didn't keep his hands off. It was a setup to eliminate more. And it was wrong. I I will admit that what he did and how he did it was wrong. But I'm also going to say this, okay? And yes, I'm a guy. Yes, I'm a white guy, so I'm at the top of the chain. I get it. But listen, you don't sit around for 40 years and sulk over somebody kissing you 40 years ago. If you had a problem with it, you come out of it, and you say what you got to say. You, go. you don't wait until one person gets taken down and then decide, okay, everybody's going to pile on. Okay? And you look at the political figures, Donald Trump. Well, guess what? The election's over down in Alabama. Guess what I haven't heard anything else about? All of it has gone. Nothing. Okay? Now, Here do I think Justice Roy Moore is guilty of some of that? Absolutely. Do I think it merited the furor that we got? No. Uh, we're going to talk about Justice Moore, though, because uh, he is, uh, if he ever wanted to be in politics again, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, um, like an answer. The Boy Scouts are now the unisex scouts, I guess, because they <laughs> now welcome girls. Um, and the only thing I can Where think of Where did the women is, go? 
with more. That's a load off my mind. Have any of the women actually filed suit? Well, we're going to talk about that because two of them actually have filed a federal lawsuit, yes. Um, Okay, well, now we're talking. In the Boy Scouts, the girls are now going to join. And I'm just going to tell you, (laughs) all it's going to take is a couple of Star Scouts, 16 years old, camping out under the stars, nine months later, star the baby is born. Yeah. That'll be the new show on TLC. Oh, yeah, no there we go. Scouting <laughs> Scouting Scavenger Hunt. The baby. Yeah, ending. or it could be on the series Snap. <laughs> well then my question is, are the Girl Scouts gonna let boys in? And if that's ah. the case, why don't we just merge them all? Since the Girl Scouts are basically nothing anyway. The Girl Scouts are nothing. I mean they Excuse me, the Girl Scouts things. are the one that sell cookies and make money. What do you all do? Uh Actually, okay, I am so glad you brought that up. I am so glad you brought that up. Well, good. You know, I knew that I was here for a reason. The Girl Scouts do sell cookies, so they help fund killing babies. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Um, the Girl Scout cookies, yes. They Listen, you know them, what? That means that you, there's a liberal you, that's heading up the Girl Scouts that people need to get rid of. Can, it's as simple as I that. Can tell you, I can tell you right now that the membership of the Girl Scouts over the past 10 years has been decimated. There is not the powerful infrastructure in the Girl Scouts that there used to be, number right. one. Number two, number two, the Girl Scouts as an organization or as the local Girl Scouts, okay, the national organization – actually gets most of the cookie money. These girls do all this work at the local level, and they get peanuts, okay? Uh, they get absolute peanuts for their work. It, it is not worth it. Is not worth it. Um, I don't remember the exact number. Uh, I'd have to ask her about it, but... Uh, the, I do know that per box, the amount of money they get is... Uh, I think it's fifty cents per box that they get. And you know, the what they also get they get self esteem and so on and so forth from going around and getting people to do these types of things. Oh, that's okay. right. They do get that. Use the Girl Scouts to fund Planned Parenthood. They now, do you get that what? stuff by In the last twenty years, your generation. <laughs> They, all this crap has happened. When I was a Girl Scout, we learned good things like taking right. care of our home and cooking and, and how to create me, a fire and to do the certain well, things. Well, hold on, hold on, then. Let's. That, let's you know, there's a lot of good that comes Wait out of that. Do I, I need to hit the mute button? Let me let me point down. let me point something <laughs> out because Jill Jill has just made the point I have been making the last year. Jill, I want to thank you so much for making my point. Because I have said all along that every issue, the degradation of each generation, starts in the home. So your generation would be responsible for not following through with this generation, which is why this generation is as shitty as it is. So thank oh, you, Oh, I see. So it's point. our fault that you all went out and made crappy choices. Give me a break. I never blamed my parents for my lousy choices. 
Actually, it, it is a part of this. This, this. The guy's got a good point about the home. It's the culture. It's, it reminds me of, hey, nah. the Oprah show, Sex in the 90s. Oh, everybody's doing it. It's the 90s. You know what? My generation didn't say that. We went to Woodstock. They didn't my, even talk my about point it. Being, it's like a bunch of ignoramuses out in the middle of the rain and get drunk and Ignoramus. Nice word. Is that, yeah, well, it is a word. The 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 point I'm trying to make is simply this, okay? It goes by how you're taught and raised at home. I will tell you right now that for whatever issues my children have, and trust me, they've got a they've got a couple. They would never. Number one, neither. And and I'm talking about my careful, old one. Careful what you say. They would never do. Sure as you say that, they'll make a liar out of you. I guarantee you, they won't in this area. Okay. Because. I've raised them for whatever their issues are. They have a solid foundation in them, and they will not go against their principles, okay? And those principles were instilled by me, and they will tell you this, okay? Now, do they do a couple of things I don't approve of? Absolutely. Trust me, they do. Uh, But when it comes down to the primary ethics of what's ingrained in them, they will not go against those, okay? And you can't you know, people, just blame uh, parents I'm, I'm for not everything that goes on. Uh, the culture is, it has changed, Fabian. I'm not just blaming the, the parents. Hollywood the culture changed because the, the parents. Of our society. Yeah, but the, law, the, culture, the culture can change, but the law didn't change. It's still based oh, on common law. And guess what? You know what? This country. Hold on a second here. Let me, let me say something. This country is a common law country. And I remember when abortions were illegal. It's very know? much um, based on the ha- head of the household. Even if you look at the IRS uh, paperwork, all the laws, they also base like taxation on head of household. So this, this idea that the household is an aspect of law and it has an impact on, on our culture right, is, is kind of important. So it's not one or the other. It's kind of combined. You guys are you're speaking the same Blast language in me. some ways. Blasphemy. Shut him up. Shut him up. Hello? Another country heard from. Oh, I know. That was um, Todd Morris, you guys. You should mute that guy out, actually. Um. I don't know if you can or not, why, but anyways. Why should I, why should I mute him? Why should I mute him? Hold on. Why should I mute him? Well, no, I was going to say don't. I just think he's going to. You, can, you don't have to mute him. You don't have to. It's just my opinion. It's it's my act of private discrimination. If if you mute him, it's because you I asked you for it. Well, I do try to give everybody a voice until they give me a reason not to. Okay. I'm willing to concede. Uh, for a bit. Thank you. And I yield. Go ahead, sir. Back to what you were saying, though, earlier. It was, it was, it's good stuff about the, the family. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, mm-hmm. I have always... Stuff, now, uh, I, I was going to say, yes, in, in easier times, in the 50s and 60s, there was a code. And yes, I was raised like you were, Fabian, and you, Jill, and Trisha, and I'm sure Tammy, that, you know, there are certain principles you have to live by. You know, today, you've got parents that are teaching their kids to disrespect the flag, disrespect the president, 
It's okay to call him a schmuck or a goon or, you know, any name of the book. And we were taught respect. <laughs> These kids aren't. These kids are not taught respect. When we were sent out to play, we didn't have Game Boys. We didn't have Xboxes, Nintendo. We had to use what we call our imagination. These kids don't know how to use their imagination today. And they're gullible. And that's part of the big problem is well, that's because, because listen, uh, the, my God, I read an article yesterday that Jingle Bells is now considered racist. Yeah. Oh, so is Rudolph. You know, let's just say it like it is. You know, you can't even live or breathe on this planet unless you're a racist. It's ridiculous. Right. So what's the next thing we're going to ban? No, that's COINTELPRO. Every argument you guys are using right now is counterintelligence. So if you're a transy, you're perfectly fine. Give me a Flip and break. You guys Tell shouldn't her. listen to this. Seriously. Tell them, right. Jill. Tell them. It's ridiculous. People need to listen to it because they're, no. they're, not, they're, they're not God-fearing people. Yes, it people. is. They're not. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. All right. Everybody, take a deep breath. Everybody take a breath. I'm going to call you by name, and if you got something to say on the topic, let's just go ahead and say it, Okay. <laughs> so that way everybody gets their own time and everybody's not talking over everybody, okay? So I want to mute you one at a time and you can say your point. Trisha. Barbara. Jill. Trisha. Okay, Tammy. All right, so I mute everybody and nobody has nothing to say. I unmute everybody and everybody wants to talk over everybody. You didn't call okay. me. Yes, I did. You were the first person I called. Okay, Trisha. That's funny. But anyway, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna move on from the. I will tell you this: the whole Jingle Bells thing, the Rudolph thing. Listen, you've got people that want to yap about everything. When you bring the argument to the forefront. You give it credence. Okay? I do agree with that. Otherwise, it's a non-starter. Jingle Bells yeah. is not racist. Rudolph is not racist. He's a damn reindeer with a red nose. He had a cold. Who gives a crap? Okay. So let's right, but let me. To... Can I add to that real quickly? Is what you're saying? Yes. See, uh-huh. maybe the reason why these ladies with their commentary, it's as innocent as it is, right? Because there's some heart. I can tell the genuine character of these people. Um, it's still, it's a product of our media and of the culture. So it's, in a sense, it's not necessarily true that they're, that, you know, that it's, it's racist to, uh, to celebrate Christmas. Right. And that, you know, like if you're celebrating the holidays or whatever, I, I was saying that, because they were kind of against, I don't know, I, I didn't kind of get where they were kind of going with that. I was hoping the dialogue would actually continue, so I yield this at this point. I kind of need to try, go back to what uh, your your agenda, sir. Go ahead. All right. Well, thank you. 
Um, I mean, if y'all want to talk about the whole Christmas song thing, go ahead. But I don't think that there's. I think if you choose to give it credence, then it is what it um, is. Let you want to hear but, it like it is. Uh, you know, uh, never mind. You need to call my name first, and then I'll tell you like it is. <laughs> call my name. And I'm sick and tired of it. Because you know what? <laughs> Go ahead, Jill. And they're dying in other name. countries. I and, called and my name while ago and didn't on say nothing. News. Jill. Jill, you may go now. <laughs> she was just talking, though. Go ahead, ma'am. With all due respect. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I'm sick and tired of the attack on Christianity. Sick and tired of it. And I think, and I'm tired of Christians that sit back and allow it to go on. Sit silent and don't say anything or do anything about it. That's how we got in this position that we're in right now. So I'm Amen, sister. Amen. I'm sick and tired of people who are too afraid to stand up and speak out and do something to make changes that are going to be good changes for this country, as opposed okay. to the nonsense that we're putting up with so, all the time. Okay, so here's my question. You're the president. You can make the changes you want to make. What changes do you make? How is it that the president just automatically can make whatever changes that he makes? Because you know what? Yeah, he can write another executive order, but the next president that comes in, whether it's 2020 or or the next four years later, you know, uh, they can just turn around and change that executive order. Uh, that's not so what I what ask. we need is good, strong, solid oh, laws, two of which okay. I can think of right now. And let me share them right. with you. One, then, then you, are <laughs> you go to Washington and serve in our federal government, you get caught in a lie, and you're asked to step down now. I don't care if you're the president or if you're in the Supreme Court or if you're in uh, um, – Tim no. serving Congress. Oh. No, hang on a minute. Well, or your Obama going across overseas talking crap about the country. I don't care. If you lie yeah. and you tell it openly and it's proven against you, you step down right now, no questions asked. That should be well, automatic. That's We've number one. That. Number two, they need to eliminate that. special interest in lobbyists. No more paying with briefcases under the in the motel rooms. Thank you very much. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, first she drops the mic like Obama. First of all, we no, already it was have the phone. <laughs> First of all, we already have a law in place that if you're caught doing that, you're expelled. It's called ethics committees, and it is the law. Secondly, wait a minute. What? Doing what? Lying. Oh, ethics committee is a good point. That's actually a good point because it has to do with policy and Uh, policy that. I have. Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. I have to say this. There's a real good book called A Time for Truth, and it was written by Ted Cruz. In the very first chapter, Mandacity will explain to you how. Hey, take it easy. Hold on a second. Hold on. And when they stand and say, "I will not lie to my constituents." And then they're called out. And everybody out. Hold on a second. Take a breath. Keep Ted Cruz Take a out breath. because he won't Hold lie. Hold on. I, I dropped, guess Ted Cruz ought yeah. to try not lying to his constituents, and then he can write that in his book. Yeah. Anyway, there is a law in the books, and it has to do with the ethics committees. Then they should all, all be asked to step down for not enforcing them. Oh, uh, I mean. It is, it is on the books on all levels of government. From the state Damn. to the local to is the federal. Is that lying under oath? 
or is that lying period? It's lying period. Okay. So it well, is why in, heck, why in the heck did anybody ever nominate Trump? <laughs> you know, okay. you don't president. Okay. You know what the interesting thing about lying is that sometimes not telling every the whole truth is considered to be a lie, but that's lying not by the case. Yeah, lying, lying by omission. Called lying right. by omission, dear. Is that what, what you guys Trump, are talking about? What did Trump no, lie I think, about? I think I think it's being talked about in the context of telling a lie fully, mm-hmm. telling a lie by omission. However, and and again, saw this. Here's the deal, okay? You have to then you would have to go in and define lie because let me give you an example. Uh-huh. I know class. Hang on, Jill. I know classified information, okay? There are things that have since been declassified since I worked for the government that I can talk about. There are things that has not. And if you come and talk to me about said things, number one, I'm never going to acknowledge that I know anything about them. Am I lying? Mm-mm. No. Oh, no, you're not. You're not. Uh, wait a minute. You're not going to do it that way because what you're going to do, because of who you are and how you and how you work, is that you would say, "Listen, with all due respect, that's that's information that I've been made privy to because I was formerly a part of blah blah blah, and mm-hmm. therefore, uh, you know, because of it still having the status that it does, I cannot divulge that information. That's the way we can handle it in a diplomatic way, which is the right thing to do, Jill." And most there are people certain I things. know, they're reasonable. Without... Jill, there are certain things that when there are certain things you can't even acknowledge. So if you ask me if I know anything about this or if I've heard about this, my answer will be no. Am I lying to you? And if I am, should I be kicked out of the government because I have refused to divulge that I know something? Yes, I mean actually, you shouldn't be kicked out. But there's a thing, there's a process, especially when it comes to the civil authorities. That's why they have FOIA. Yeah, you know, so you it's, not, it's not just. Well, not I got news for you. Black the and Freedom white of Information Act. Because the there are whole, of, it depends on the know, issue too. It does. Hang on a second. The Freedom of Information Act does not apply to anything that is classified, considered secret or above. No. The FOIA does not work. Right, exactly. And it, I'm so not required I'm by law is, to reveal that. And if yeah, I do, you don't have I to reveal anything. It's not a lie. Exactly. So let me ask you: would, Do you think that that would be out and out lying on purpose to me, for for reasons that would not be in in the betterment of the country? I mean, anybody that no. in their right mind is going to say, if this is to protect the the country. Then that's one thing. Okay. But if it's to protect then. people that have been guilty of doing things like have, what have been done in the last several years in our federal government, you know, this okay. is how we got no. here. Then, then she's let not, me, let no, me, I think let, she's way off, and she's also very much sporadic with her points of interest. Let me, let me use this. Yeah. Let me use this then. President Bush enacted a method of eavesdropping on phone conversations that were originating outside of the country. Okay? If a phone call in, originated from the United States to a foreign deity, especially one that we were not friendly with, the NSA and other organizations could eavesdrop. Okay? That was a classified program that was known 
on eyes only and above. So, so okay. tell me, what did the Clinton Foundation do to communicate? Apparently, they didn't use phones because nobody ever tapped in on them that I'm aware of. And now they're finding out that the foundation is, is accepting all kinds of foreign money uh, so the that they federal government again. Hillary, that is. The foundation, it's not illegal for the foundation to take the money. What is illegal is for that money to be funded, funneled to a presidential candidate. Well, however, what... however, any calls that were done under that program, which was revealed, um, the young lady that revealed it should go to prison for the rest of her life, by the way. Um, but it was revealed, and a lot of the people that they eavesdropped on will never be revealed. I promise you that. But again, if I'm aware of a program or I'm aware of something that's taking place, and I tell you, yes, I may think it's in the nation's best interest to keep it a secret. However, there are people out there that think it would be in the best interest of the government to not. So it's a matter of perspective. So back to your original point, everybody that lies... I guarantee you the president, in the course of his job and doing his job, has lied to the American public. All of them. Even the good ones. I know for a fact Ronald Reagan told a bold-faced lie when he was in office. Now, I didn't know for a fact it was a lie until I got into politics and got up there and read some of the documents. But it was a bold-faced lie to the American people. It was the right lie to tell. But should yeah, he have been removed from office because he told a lie? Sometimes no. you have to do it to protect national security. So, like I said, okay, you know what? We can twist this any any cheesy it's not way. A matter of it's not twisting it. Yeah, you, it's not you twisting are, it, hang Jill. On, Barbara, hang on. Hey, there are Jill? reasons that are nefarious, and then there are white no, reasons. Jill, you can't just differentiate Jill? between the two. Question Jill? mark. The point being is that when you gave, when you made your statement and did your mic drop, you gave an absolute. And I'm simply pointing out that in a lot of cases they are not absolutes. There's a okay, lot of gray areas. Okay, but I, the way I said it may have been very resolute or absolute, however you want to put it. What I said, though, if you recall, was that there needed to be there needed to be a law on the books. And in order for there to be a law on the books, it has to go through Congress, and it would have to be implemented that way or through a convention of states and using Article 5, whatever. But he just said there was a law. It's already in place. If there is a law, then why are they not enforcing it? Welcome to politics. Well, now, wait a minute. You don't get to enforce just because it's... Hold on a second. What is the law? The... The ethics and the ethic policies that impl- is in place. For okay, so officials. first of all, you could use keyword policy. That's not law. Oh, That's but it is a in, law. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I know you and I have had this out before. You can go check it out. It's in the federal statute. It's okay. It's in state for statutes. the agency. In all fifty, in all 50 states, it's also yeah. in state statutes. It's in the TCA, Tennessee Code's annotated for all government officials here. I know for a fact that it's in. All 49 others, because it's also mm-hmm. in federal law about ethics, okay? You cannot. It is a law, okay? Now, I will tell you, if they tried to enforce that law, 
many, many courts would strike that down because courts have upheld that it's not illegal to tell a lie. Is it a federal law? What's that? It is a federal law? law, Yes. Okay, so this is is why they have a problem in the states is because no federal law is directly applicable in the states. That's why the states have their own, which is in concordance with Mm -hmm. an injunction to the federal law. Well, let me ask you this. You're right. You're bringing up a good point. Federal law does not supersede state law. Can I drill you? I want to drill you real quick. Here's the thing. Do you think that that the state law needs to actually mirror the federal law, or can the states do whatever they want? Can the states do whatever they they want? They can do what they they want to, but remember, Mm -hmm. any law that they make has to match up or be in concordance with the United States Constitution. In concordance or not abrogating it? I said in accordance, and it does have to match up. It cannot violate the federal constitution. Right, it can't violate it. Right. So the I'm states can basically create whatever. They're their See, own sovereign entity. You know where they However, get away with it, you guys, is that they create these agencies that actually that give create out ordinances. Yeah, well, no, okay. well, they create ordinances and regulations that actually, that Congress never gave them authority to create. In other words. You're right. It's yeah, outside of the yeah, 19 enumerated absolutely. powers, which yeah. I'm well aware of that. And mm-hmm. the way they force states to, to bail in line. For example, the DUI limit. The DUI limit in most states was not .08. Okay, as a matter of fact, most states had it higher than the .08 than it is now. And then the federal government decided that on federal highways it was going to be .08. And then they determined that, okay, well, the states don't have to make it .08. But if you choose not to make it at least .08, then we're not going to give you transportation dollars. So what did all states do? They changed it. And then education money, same thing. If you want education funds, here's what you do. Immigration money was the same what you do. sanctuary cities, so, another example. So all right, let's move on with our year in review. In November, there was some stuff outside of the United States, nothing major inside the United States. One point I want to really hit on, because this one is, Still going on, unfortunately. Roy Moore. Okay. Now, first I'll address the women factor. Two of them were lying. Two of them weren't. Okay. Now, we'll let the courts figure it all out. The way I understand it is Roy Moore's attorneys and the attorneys for these two young ladies are hammering out an agreement and going to make a settlement, give a non-disclosure, and be done. Okay, so the way it is in politics, how it works. Um, having said that, Roy Moore was in good shape politically until yesterday. Well, actually, until the day after the election. But more so, yesterday and today, he has really guaranteed he will be nothing in politics. And I'm going to tell you, as a political observer, deservedly so. Okay, What happened? His true character... And I said this the day after the election, that his true character came out that day when he refused to concede. He's losing by 21,000 votes, okay? And the he come out the next day, said there's all kinds of voter fraud, blah, blah, blah. Well, as you all recall, I went back and checked the numbers for the past four election cycles and determined that, yes, 
voter turnout was up in Jefferson and Montgomery, I think, are the two counties. And But it wasn't up enough that would say, oh, hey, systemic voter fraud. So Roy Moore's campaign went and found a guy that did a YouTube video for him and says, hey, I'm from out of state, I did this, blah, 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 blah. Well, the election commission got to digging, and they find this guy, find out that, A, he's a resident of Alabama, B, he's been registered to vote in Alabama, and C, he didn't even vote in the election. Okay, that hurt him. So yesterday, when they are getting ready to certify the election, uh, he files a federal suit trying to stop the certification process. Okay, the federal courts basically tell him he has no merit in federal court because there is no systemic voter fraud, yada, yada, yada. Um, today, he comes out, and I don't know what he thinks he's going to do, but he's still trying to fight this election result. The truth of the matter is he got beat by 21,000 votes. That's 1.6%, which is up, by the way, 0.1% from what they thought it was. So he lost by 1.6%. That's outside of the parameters of a recount, but they did go through and recount certain counties just to make sure, Jefferson and Montgomery. Republican watchers were there, as were Democratic watchers and independent watchers, and all came to the same conclusion. Okay? It is now time, much like Al Gore, to bow out and go home. Live to fight another day. He will not fight another day. Okay? If he runs for election again, he'll get smashed in the primaries. He will be nothing politically. Okay? And you cannot champion the things that he's trying to champion and do the things he's doing. You just can't. And he lost a lot of followers. All right. Any comments on Justice Moore? Not at this time, sir. Do want to ask you about you? What about me? Where are you from? What state? My mother. No, I'm Where? I'm from. Hey, I'm from Tennessee. Indian. Tennessee. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to? Do you, can I put you on my list of qualified electors? No, because I'm not. actually a part of a group. Oh God! I don't. Oh God! No. I, I know Listen, what you're a part I actually, of. And I'm not interested. Look, thank you. What do you mean you know what I'm a part of? I don't know. Is this He's call being recorded? Not interested. Not interested, Is this call, Donald, is this call being interested. recorded? Give it up. Give it yes, up. It, is it all being okay. recorded? Give it up. All right. Can you go ahead and give me your, your, your reasoning? What, that qualified elector? Yeah, like why can't I put you on my list as qualified I'm elector? Not, I'm not interested. What do you mean? You're not, not a people? You're not one of the people? Of course, I'm a U.S. citizen, born and bred. Well, you said you're not interested because the interest in the property means that you have rights. If you're not interested, you have no rights as a people. <laughs> so what the hell are you talking about? You already know what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to ask you if I can put you on my list because I value your 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 your, your, you know, your constituents. No. Listen, I'm, no. I'm not. Yeah, well, Barbara, guess what? We can talk about it real quick. Barbara. Why don't can, you enlighten can, us? Barbara, I can handle oh, myself. Thank you. Mighty. Okay, so i tell you what. Uh, for, for the sake of the audience here, because 
some of them aren't familiar with what a qualified elector is. Uh-huh. So go ahead. Explain Explain to them what a qualified elector is. No, that that wasn't my goal. If you want to do that, that's up to you. But I'm asking you if I can put you on my list because I think that you have the qualifications. Why don't you explain I believe in your you. damn list? Explain what the I'm list. saying to you, sir, is if, if it's okay with you, okay, hang on. If, it, if it's hang okay on. with you, what I will do is I will I will give you my phone number or my email address, and you can contact me privately, and I, then we can I talk about what I okay. Go ahead. I don't need to. What is your What's that? okay? Now, by the way, the the term qualified yeah. elector for those of you that don't know does vary somewhat from state to state. Okay. And it's got two different meanings based on those that don't recognize the sovereignty of the United States government versus those that do. Now, I never said that has nothing to do with it as far as I'm, I'm, I'm concerned, but go ahead. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm just I'm pointing it I'm putting it all out there, okay, so that everybody understands that it has different meanings. Okay. It does. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna listen, but I'm not gonna agree with you automatically, but go ahead. You don't have to agree with me. I don't care if you agree with me or not. All right. To be quite frank. This is why our country is in so much stinking friggin' trouble. I just want to listen to this exactly, gentleman speaking. Jill, okay. Exactly, Jill. Exactly. Hold on a minute. No. Don't Hold listen on, to Todd Morris. Listen, he's got just as much right to his opinion as you do. True. Nobody's arguing that, but it's like, okay, you know what? I do know one thing about our federal government. They have no business having any kind of secret societies. I know for a fact. That's ridiculous. I'm asking, I'm asking the host know, of the show about his qualified elector status, and you're taking us way off course. 1959 was the first meeting in Belgium. You, you hear what she's doing, sir? Okay. Listen up. Everybody settle down. Yeah. I'm going to unmute everybody. And I don't want y'all yelling over each other. Okay? Everybody can have their opinion. And I'm aware of the secret society, Jill. Okay, everybody knows that I possess a ring to one of my own. <laughs> so, uh, I'm aware of what it is. Okay. So, there is... Do you Do you consider yourself a sovereignist? You want to analyze that? You can ask me whatever you want. No, I don't. Okay, so you don't ah, consider yourself one of that, the sovereigns. That's the obvious. No, I'm not a sovereign. Okay. You don't believe Only, in the United States? Not, yeah. What? You don't believe in the sovereignty of the United States? Wow. You don't believe in the sovereignty of the United States? I am asking you no, that question. Yes, you. No, that's not a question. You said you what you said was you don't believe in the sovereignty. That's a statement. Okay, uh, with a question mark at the tone at the end of my voice. No, that no, that wasn't a question. It it was oh, a statement. You. Oh, okay. no. and out loud. Well, do you believe in the sovereignty of the United States? Yeah, I do. But you know what? It actually only applies with restrictions. No, it doesn't. Uh, you know what? I'm done with this. With restrictions. In other words, the Constitution of the United States is the restriction of the sovereignty of the United States. No, it's not. Yes, it does. It identifies the, so the restrictions. Wrong. Okay, if I'm wrong, then you can, you can go that's, ahead and take a bar right. review. You can go study the bar on constitutional law and pass it and let me know how you do. That's why With your analysis. That's why California, <laughs> listen to me, please. 
That's why California is in the mess that it's in now, because of its arrogance to declare itself a sanctuary state. They're going to defy President Trump, but I'm telling you, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass, because you're not going to get federal funds. I don't care how many Obama appointed judges you've got up. Jill, you're kind of you're or Jill, she's Barbara. You're kind of going <laughs> off the reservation on this one. She's got a good. Right she's she's, she's got a good heart. Say. I can feel the I heart. I have a right. Don't patronize me. I have a right to say what I want to say. I understand, but what you're trying to say doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Not directly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of. Weaving off. Fine. You want me to hang up too? No, please hang out. Don't hang up. Hang up. Hang out. I'm simply pointing out, Barbara, that the original topic versus what you've kind of went to are two very different things. Fine. What I've done is I basically challenged the gentleman with the host status by my dialogue and I appreciate all of you listeners actually continuing to listen and chiming in so please don't hang up and the the host has a great commentary I'm just one of the listeners I've been here for years and years like almost seven years listening to talk show calls and oh Donaldson you've got brown stuff on your nose check your nose (laughs) well you have to know how to give a compliment sir before you start saying that well listen that when you're stopped by a policeman, that you tell them that they have no authority over you? Is that true? That's not true. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. It's not true that police don't have authority. Because you, they the, do you, you know they the, don't. the real no, they it's not true if you say police can't stop me because they have no authority. The issue is provisional government. If if the people decide to step up and actually police themselves within their precincts, we won't need we won't need police to actually traverse all across these the several precincts within the county and actually tell people how to live their lives. You know, it's it's about the community so, response so and responsibility. Words, mm-hmm. So in other words, if I was a policewoman and stopped you for a traffic violation, you mm-hmm. would say to me that I have no authority to stop you and yeah. tell you that you broke the law? Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't say that at all. I would say oh. that I don't have a duty to incriminate myself, and why did you put your lights on in my mirror? Because that, that was distracting me from driving. That's what I would oh, say to you. Oh, I see. I see. Mm-hmm. So, I actually... Beat him with the billy club. Beat him with the billy club. Yeah, see, the thing about it is, when you put your lights on in my mirror, and when I'm driving, that's actually distracting me from driving safely. So Actually, my question you know, to you sir, is, why did you stop sir, me? Sir, <laughs> that why did you? Actually, fault. you know what? I stopped. Actually, my question is, do you know why I stopped? I stopped because you put yeah. your lights on. But you're talking and your, your line yeah. of speech is socialistic. What? Okay. Oh, no. Socialist, yeah, fascist. He's a socialist. Okay. Let, let's explain fascist. Let's do me a favor, because Jack for the sake of the call and staying on point, what what do you mean by that? And I'd like to actually know so I can learn from your you, from this experience. You know yeah. exactly what I mean by it. 
How is it socialist to challenge? Oh, yeah, he knows. Donaldson knows everything. He knows. You know. Okay, guys. I don't know who. Listen up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've let wow. it go on long enough. Anyway, wow. guys, thank you here's, for listening. Dude, honestly, here's, she's sitting here trying to say I'm socialist. That's retarded, dude. I'm total. Uh, I'm all about no, constitution. No, no, she Listen. was putting you in the hot seat, and you couldn't stand the heat. You're an idiot. <laughs> she. I didn't even get a chance to respond. Oh, gotta love All this talk about heat is making me hungry. Jill, if I want to, I have to listen to her speak before I can like respond. And you know what? I'm, I'm not willing Jill to be like you, Todd Morris. Shut up. Shut All you do is interrupt. Okay, you interrupt and up. disrupt. Listen up. No interrupting, disrupting. My damn show. Okay. okay. I'm going to be the one to interrupt. Because it is my show. And speaking of that, we're going to do uh, PST After Dark, but I do have to end the recording because we are running ahead of schedule, or behind schedule. So anyway, we didn't get to December. Good Christmas happened. It's been a good year in review. Stock market's at an all-time high, but... It will crash. Just so y'all know, it's going to drop many thousands of points over the next year. Get ready for it. Has nothing to do with the economy stinking. Has nothing to do with any of that. There will be a sell-off. People taking profits, and it's going to go way down. On behalf of those of us here at Political Straight Talk, I'm the political Superman, saying thank you all for tuning in. Remember, you've got to stand for something, or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Remember to thank a soldier for without them, we wouldn't be able to do this. Thank the families of the soldiers, for without them, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. And on behalf of me and those of us here, have a good night, everybody.